Welcome to Naked Encounting, the longest-running podcast serving the Afro-Latin dance community. I'm Magna Capel. And I'm Leon Rose. We're here to discuss the topics that you want to hear in an informative and light-hearted way. Hey, Leon, how's it going? What's going on, Magna? Today, folks, we are very excited because we have a special guest, uh, one who I have known since 2007, um, and Leon has met him, he thought once, but apparently Leon's memory is really garbage, so he actually met him twice, but he is a phenomenal dancer. He is someone who has been growing the scene in South Florida, Fort Myers. He is possibly one of the most fashionable dancers out there in the United States, as far as I'm concerned, all the time, not just social dancing, but also classes and everything. Um, and he's a very, very good friend of mine, too. So I would like to welcome to Naked and Counting podcast, Mr. Neri Garcia. That's fine. Sorry. That yeah. Me. yeah. Hi, everybody. <laughs> By the way, you can't wait for a response because there's nobody there. That's right. right. I'm, yeah. just, I'm just imagining <laughs> a response of, oh, hi. <laughs> hi yes. So I, I only remember you from... Uh, it wasn't even Mar- Mar- Marrakesh, it was Agadir. And I was like, who is this smooth motherfucker? His hair is like, I, you must have taken ages to put every piece of hair in place. Because, you know, he's like, he's like, look like one of those typical Latinos that will come out with a shirt open and just, you know, no socks on. He, he just, he's just there. You know, every move is, is a picture. Every time you finish a move, there's a photo. Somebody's taking a photo. That's what he looked like to me. That's true, actually. Funny. Yeah. <laughs> Everything is picture perfect. Everything is a capturable moment. It's funny you say that because I remember you from like 1979 when I was born, right? No, just kidding. He is that old. <laughs> Leon is that old. Oh, we're the same age? He's, a, he's older. No, 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 no. Eight, 89. Oh, 89. You, <laughs> <laughs> you wish. <laughs> But I remember you, Leon, um, just watching you danced in 2007, I believe, also at the Flavor oh, Jesus. And I was like, who is this guy? He's like such a unique dancer, musical, very musical. And um, I just I just loved your dancing. And that's when I started following you. Not on YouTube, because I don't know if YouTube was even, um, but it had to be like those underground videos that they would do and it's probably those videos from Troy. Troy filmed everybody. <laughs> Troy filmed everyone and never, ever, ever gave it to you. Put it out. <laughs> no, he didn't. Every so often, I'll find a video, you know, that he's probably monetized and and, and done a whole load with it. <laughs> but he wouldn't even put your names on it. He's like, he would just be like, "Boom, here are these dancers. Let me like incorrectly spell their name so they can't find it if they're looking for their own video. <laughs> but everyone else is gonna know exactly who this person is." The only video I found from him is I think it was Atlanta. I was doing the ostrich walk and I was doing it on the side of the road. That's the only video from him I think I found. But anyway, Neri, it's great (laughs) to have you here. Uh, It's really amazing to be here. All the way in Miami. Fort Myers, Myers. close close to Miami. Same thing, same thing. I'm in between Tampa and Miami. How about that? Leon's geography is. (laughs) is uh, basically lumping everything in Florida <laughs> as Miami. 
No, I would just like to say I am. My geography is very good. I am not an American. Ooh, <laughs> I'm not either. I'm Canadian. You should know. But yeah, Fort Myers. I haven't. I haven't heard about that. What's the dance scene like over there? How how's that over there? My dancing out here. Um, I'm I'm pretty much it in Fort Myers. So okay. When I learned in California years and years ago, um, I came back here to Fort Myers and there was no dancing. So I was like, okay, where am I going to continue learning? And so I started collecting everybody's DVDs. <laughs> so then I took a little bit of, you know, Super Mario, a little bit of Leon Rose, a little bit of, you know, Johnny Vasquez and, and uh, just started creating my own. And it was a perfect place to do it because there's nobody. And I also watched all the movies from Fred Astaire and, and Gene Kelly. And that's why you, my dancing, I feel like, looks like a picture because they look like a picture. It, it's funny, like, because my dancing is not at all like that. I see some random pictures of myself looking in, looking real strange. I need to take some of your stuff. <laughs> I need to get those picture moments because really, I, there's a picture of me I just put out on um on my stories on Instagram. Where I'm teaching a class uh, and I've kind of got my mouth open and I'm pointing and they, the, the camera person caught me at that moment. And there's many times while I've been dancing, I've been caught in strange positions. I always think that I'm very calm in my dances, but for some reason, there's always this moment where I'm bursting out in laughter, like gaping mouth open, wide open, laughing my ass off. And that's the moment that the cameraman gets the photo. So there's all these pictures. They're like, is she going to eat this kid's head? Like, she going to like bite someone's ear off? Or something? You know, Magna, I always see pictures of you doing some kind of lunge. Every time you're dancing, mm -hmm. you're always doing some kind of lunge. That's your move. I got, I got a few of them, but yeah, laughter and lunge. A few lunges. <laughs> <laughs> Laughing lunges. So I got a question for you, Nuri. Yeah. Oh, I mentioned this obviously in the intro that you are possibly one of the most fashionable, always well-presented, like even in your classes, a couple yeah. of times that I've been with you, two classes, in all of your classes here, you put on a dress shirt, dress pants, like you always show up very well-presented. So why? Um, two reasons. <laughs> <laughs> why do I dress? <laughs> why do you put on clothes every day? Um, it, it's funny because it is annoying to some people, right? But to me, I've been doing that since I was in the third grade. Um, oh. I, in the third grade, I would wear suits to, oh, to public school. And not just like your typical navy blue suit or something. No, I had like the 90s crossover suits with the shoulder pads. And, <laughs> and I just loved the attention that I would get from the girls. Like, and the, even the guys were like, man, dude, where are you going? You know, and I figured that I stood out and they would remember me, you know. So um, I carry that for forever. And I always said I wanted a job where I could actually dress up. And so I would, you know, I was a waiter, so I couldn't dress up for that. I said, okay. Um, I was working at the Gap, and I hated the Gap clothes. <laughs> so I was like, I do not want to work here. Uh, I ended up um, doing real estate. And in real estate, I could dress however I wanted. And it was perfect because your presentation to people was the most important thing. That's how you, you know, they would look at you, and they're like, okay, I'm buying from this guy. All right. And um, 
and they would always compliment me. They would buy property and then say, man, you know, you dress really well. But okay. And then in dance, I brought it into dance. And I always believe it's out of respect to who's in front of you, um, especially the ladies. The ladies, I believe, go through a lot of time getting ready for a Congress or a social or even class. And we don't. No, Mike, no. No, I was going to say, yeah, me, no. <laughs> me getting ready even to go out to a nice dinner. And someone's like, are you dressed? How long do you need? I'm like, look, I'm going to put the lipstick onto my cheeks for blush. And I'm good. Let's go. But you know, that's still working. That's still, you're putting effort. I mean, there's people that just, guys that just don't. They, they don't. And, you know, even body odor, and we talk about this, you know, they don't even put the odor in up. And so for me, it is important to, you know, present yourself. You never know who you're going to run into. I've gotten a few mm -hmm. important jobs, like doing movies or doing a, uh, a music video because of the way I dress and dance. And even, even at the stores, when I go shopping, I'm always well-dressed because they'll remember me as a client. Oh, you're the guy that wore these overalls with a tie and, you know, whatever. I'm like, yeah, I'm that guy. <laughs> That's cool, man. I, I, in festivals, I always make the effort, but in my classes and all my, in my parties over here, I'm, I'm there in jeans and trainers, man. Like back in the days, I was all about fashion. I used to spend like so much money on like shirts and stuff like that. I remember buying this shirt for like, 200 300 dollars something like that and it was only good for that season because if i was to put it on now you would think i, I I'm, i'm crazy because it was like it was like burnt holes with strings coming out of it it was the weirdest shirt but it would look so good at that moment for probably that month and then uh, i decided no i think i'm gonna save my money be okay and save it for the big congresses That's the thing, right? Like you get all these nice clothes, but I don't want to ruin my nice clothes. I sweat so much. So that's one of the reasons why I dress the way I dress. I try and look presentable, but practically for what I'm trying to get done on the dance floor. Does make you feel good though, getting dressed up and getting prepared and going. Uh, I don't know if I could do that every day, man, because look at this beard. I, I have to get my, yeah. I have to shave every two days. Otherwise it's a mess. Yeah. Like right now I'm naked and I look like the, the Black Yeti. Okay, the Black, Black Yeti. Because you could almost look like the black E.T. too. Yeti, Yeti. Come on, you're Canadian. You're supposed to know these things. Okay, so I have another question because you brought this up just yeah. now. Um, with people, how they dress, how they present themselves, how they take care of themselves, especially the men going out to events, like not putting any effort, not even putting on deodorant, for example, mm -hmm. right? My experience with people tends to be just at a congress, at a workshop, at like a one-off thing, right? You actually organize events, so do you, Leon, you know, so I don't know, like, how do you deal with someone who has not put in the effort and maybe has, like, really bad body odor and perhaps the women, because your rapport with your students is really good. They will come and talk to you, right, versus right. just coming to your event, attending your classes and mingling amongst themselves. They come and they're like, Miri, you know, I have this problem, Miri, this person, of Miri, you know, like, they come and talk to you. So I'm sure you've had those complaints. How do you deal with it? Well, uh, the first thing is um, the reason why I also dress and smell good all the time with my job, like when I'm teaching, even at a Congress, I do it uh, because I want them to understand that it's not something that I'm telling them to do, but it's something that I'm, I'm, I also practice out of etiquette. And, um, and it's something that they need to 
to work on. So I've had issues, yes, that they do smell and the ladies complain. And it goes both ways. It's not just men, but it goes both ways. And so I do take them to the side and say, look, um, because it does affect my business. If somebody smells and somebody who's new comes into my class and goes, oh, I can't take this. I can't come to class. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not because of my teaching. It's just because of the environment. And so I can't lose money on that. I've worked hard to market it and bring people in and all that stuff. So I will take them to the side and I will say, look, um, you need to do this, this, this. My students, for the most part, bring their own bags now with uh, three shirts. If they sweat a lot, they got to, I even do it in the middle of class. I'm like, all right, this is halftime. Let's go change our shirts. Let's go do this. Wash your hands. Wow. Wow. Mm -hmm. And so I do have that. So they understand that when they go to the social, they understand halftime, even for their own social, their own event. So they go to the back of their trunk and get their shirts, their whatever they need to freshen up with. And yeah, I know. That's no, but that's great, right? Because there's so many times that is that, so many times. I mean, Leon and I have recorded episodes on, you know, body odor or bad breath and how do you deal with those things. And most of the time, because you don't have that rapport and because again, like that whole leadership thing, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's, it's where you're learning from. It's whoever is teaching you that's going to instill certain values in you. Yeah. And most of them don't get that from a lot of their classes. So they're unaware, right? And then for us, we don't have that relationship with them. So we're not gonna feel comfortable saying something to them. So we just avoid them, right? right? right. And that then that makes it worse. Then it's like, oh, nobody wants to dance with me. Nobody's talking to me. And then now that person drops out when really it was a quick fix if they just were aware. And if somebody um, had the rapport with them to talk to them in a way that felt comfortable for them to make those changes. Yeah, I think because I do studio classes, and I have a social where I teach, uh, I, I do get that rapport with my students. So I do feel like I could uh, tell my like the studio classes, I can tell them the, the social, because they're dropping classes, you get, you're always getting people, you know, different types of people, but I don't think I've had to tell anybody that they stink. I try and do it like globally, if it's like in the social situation where I'm teaching a class in a social. So I don't, you know, I tend not to single anybody out, but I do like that and I think, like that story I told you, Magna, with the guy that had the booger that was swinging out of his nose. I Before I made him spin to make it fly off, I should have probably told him to. But it was, <laughs> but it was so disgusting that I couldn't even look at him to tell him that he had this thing. Because usually if somebody has something in their nose, I was like, hey, oh, go, go and do something. But this thing was like a finger coming out of his nose, swinging from left to right. I imagine, Neri, you would have got to that quickly before that... Uh, um, I would have, because I always have a handkerchief with me, and I would have gone here. There you go. Right, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was I was so sickened by that. I couldn't I couldn't react properly. Is there any advice that you would give to our listeners, um, other dancers around the world, from your experience, your approach? In in the past few years, I've been really into uh, mindfulness, right, and I've been okay. uh, dealing a lot with. Uh, making my bed, believe it or not. I was telling this to Magna that um, I take joy into making my bed every night or every morning just because I'm, I'm practicing being grateful. The fact that, you know, we just all went through COVID. Um, you know, we've lost some people where some people have lost their dance studios. Some people have changed careers. 
And the fact that I'm still doing this, that my closest friends are still uh, doing what they love is um, something that I'm practicing now is just to be grateful. And every morning I make my bed, every morning thankful that I can do this again to pass this joy, this passion that I've loved for many years. And the same thing at night, you know, I undo my bed and I practice mindfulness because, you know, you're not guaranteed life. And if I made it to my bed that night um, and doing what I love, then, you know, I'm just so grateful. So it doesn't matter. I mean, it does matter about the stinking and all that stuff. Those are small things. Like the fact that we can get through, <laughs> through the whole day and, and uh, still be able to say, wow, you know what? I got to dance. I got to, to share my passion. I got to inspire people. I got inspired by someone. Um, and uh, I'm just, that's something that I always tell my students. I'm like, you know what? You come into my school, I always have two rules. The first rule is leave your, your problems, your stress outside. It's up to you if you want to pick it up on your way out, but you don't need it in here. It doesn't help you. It doesn't make you grow. And then the next one is to really enjoy this process, enjoy this, this moment, because, you know, there's only one time you're going to be a beginner in, in this dance, right? And then you, there's another dance you'll choose and you'll be a beginner, but not as much because you'll know how to dance. So for me, it's just, you know, I always leave that um, to people. It's like just to be grateful and be mindful of what you're doing. And, you know, you get frustrated. Hey, it's okay. It's part of the process, but, um, you know, do it well-dressed. <laughs> <laughs> Neri, how can people find you? Um, well, you can find me on YouTube. I have uh, thousands of subscribers. Subscribers. Um, you can find me at Take the Lead with Neri Garcia. In YouTube, or you can find me at Neri Garcia Official on Instagram. And Neri teaches classes in Fort Myers and Naples. He's got regular weekly classes and uh, all the way in Italy. No, Florida, Miami. Remember? Oh, I was like, what the hell is he talking about? I get that all the time. Yeah. You're in Italy. <laughs> 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 Naples, Florida, folks. Fort Myers, Florida. Um, he's got regular classes uh, as well as regular socials, which are really fun. And again, based on the way that he actually instructs his, instructs his students um, in terms of presentation and etiquette and all that stuff, you just know that those socials are always a great time. Every time that I've been to one of your socials, it's been a lot of fun. People really enjoy themselves. It's not even about the level of their dancing, yeah. whether they're really good or whether they're beginners, they are always there with a smile. So that is a tribute to the instructor, the person who's leading that. So. And I just have a message to all your students because I just heard you have thousands of followers on YouTube. Follow us too, Naked and Counting. Share the love, man. Share the, share the knowledge share the hygiene, share everything. Yeah, share, share the mindfulness be, and be grateful. And on that note, thank you very much, Neri, for joining our fifth year. We're going into our fifth year. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, we are going into five years. Both of you artists, amazing artists. And uh, I've always um, admired both of you for not only your dancing, but everything that you achieved throughout this um, decade of dance and, and plus. So two decades for me. <laughs> Is it two decades it's for two you? Decades. Damn. Yeah, it's, it's almost uh, two and a half, man. Anyway, thank <laughs> you. Thank you very much. I love you guys. Thank you. Until next time.